Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Podcast, where B2B leaders talk about real problems and real solutions across the areas of demand generation, sales, and sales operations. I'm your host, Gabe Larson. Let's get at it. Welcome to the Sales Acceleration Podcast. You are live. You got myself, Gabe Larson, and a uh, uh, a little bit of a unique guest, to be honest. You know, we often hear on the Sales Acceleration Podcast bring on thought leaders or book authors or, you know, sales ops leaders or marketing leaders. Um, I think sometimes we miss a lot of the how-to where people really get in and and just do it and they do it the right way. And so I wanted to bring on a friend and colleague here from InsideSales.com. His name is uh, Joey Wood. Joey, how the heck are you? Oh, Gabe, it's a pleasure to be here with you, man. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm excited to have you on. Um, we do want to get into the how-to. And one of the things that Joey has... Um, I thought did very well as he led a, an account-based sales campaign here at InsideSales.com that had some fantastic results. Uh, we wanted to post it on the blog, but also get it on the podcast because I feel like, enjoy. I want to get into this in a minute. You know what? In fact, I, I, I want to dive in, but before I do, why don't, <laughs> why don't I let you introduce yourself um, and, and tell you just a little bit about you know some of the cool things you do at InsideSales.com. Yeah, absolutely. So Joey Wood, homegrown, Salt Lake City native. Um, one unique thing about me uh, that you may not notice is my face is actually put together with 36 screws and six metal plates. Um, it's all in there. So that's one unique aspect. Nobody really knows. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. That was. I assume that's part of your professional skiing days when you were a little more yeah. of a punk. Is that right? Absolutely. And wow. then I decided I needed to grow up and get a real big boy job. So it's been an adventure here at Inside Sales for three years while I've been here. God, you're um, here three of- years. Yeah. I mean, Joey has been one of our all-star salesmen. Um, you know, done done a variety of territories, variety of roles, but I think he's cracked the code on some cool stuff when it comes to account-based sales, and I want to get into that now, Joey. So um, one of the things I feel like with account-based sales is it's, you know, what's the best analogy? Maybe like the emperor has no clothes. Um, you know, we talk about account-based sales. We talk about account-based marketing. We talk about account-based sales development, and people really want to do it, but it's like... Oh yeah, we're doing it. Well, what are you doing? We'll, you know, they don't really know. I don't know if the market really knows. And certainly people have kind of laid out some different plans, but I often feel like it's either misunderstood or not understood completely. So let me give you one example. I had one company tell me, yeah, we're doing an account-based sales. I mean, we basically sent out a gift to a bunch of sales leaders or, or leaders in general. And, and that's an account-based sales strategy. And I'm like, I don't think that's, I think that's an account-based marketing strategy. I, I I don't think that's an account-based sales strategy. I think there's more to it. And um, we, the conversation continued on. But when you talked to me and talked about what you had basically orchestrated, what you had created, I was like, that that feels more like an account-based sales strategy. So again, I'm interested to dive into the details, but I want to hear from you as a sales rep, maybe some of the struggles or why you ended up going down this path versus other paths. 
Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that I've really enjoyed about our leadership here is they give you a chance to be your own CEO of your own territory. I love that that word. And they have a ton of resources uh, available. So I have my business development team. I have my other colleagues, my management. And we sat down and I was tired of not having the ability to grow my territory as quick as I'd like. Um, And part of our job at Inside Sales is to go into companies and dissect their sales process and basically say, what you're doing is great, but look at these four or five other areas that you could improve on. So three years of doing that, I've learned a lot what not to do. and I learned a lot what to do. And so I decided to put that plan into action. And very, very strategic, uh, very thought out, very planned. And then most importantly, we executed uh, using some tools. Yeah, and and we want to get into this, but why – you know why? So, so it sounds like you wanted to obviously expand your territory. Why not just go with, um, you know, um, why not just you know c- call a bunch of people? Why not just email? And again, I'm I'm certainly a fan of that. But this, you found a way to kind of be different. It sounds like this is unique. Yeah, absolutely. So times are changing, Gabe. Cells are different than they ever have been. You can't just pick up the phone and expect somebody to answer and and do business with you. You got to be more creative than everyone else barking up their tree. So as part of that uh, experience I've had the last three years working with uh, sales leaders, I always ask them, how, how do you, how are you sold? Mm. You know, what catches your attention? And I got a whole list of people texting me, LinkedIn, calls, emails. What really stood out to me um, is that personable, something that matters that I can put on my desk, look at every single day, Mm. um, and, and it has some sort of name screaming at my face like this. I need, I need, I need to talk to these guys, Hmm. whatever that is. I I tried to find something in my area that was relevant to uh, the geography and that would sit on their desk. That was better than just some t-shirt or that that really kind of resonated with them. Right. So, um, so that's where I started. Got it. Got it. So, um, so that's a little bit of the setup. So walk us through, I want to get into the how in just a minute, but walk us through kind of what you actually, what, 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 what did you basically do? Okay. So first we, we needed to figure out the, uh, the plan from start to finish. So we wrote that all down and, and it basically was first we picked a, a personalized gift and, and then we figured out what should we say with this gift that would resonate with the buyer. Uh, and in this case, we targeted uh, sales leaders, uh, senior vice president and above and, as and, well. And as, how did you come up with that list? Was that uh, arbitrarily chosen. I mean, did you choose uh, 50? Did you choose 2000 or what? what was yeah, that absolutely. For you? So I found uh, to start off with 10 accounts and three to five people within the account. So that gave us a good chunk of about 30 to 50 names. Got it. Okay. To start with. And we researched the heck out of them. You know, we LinkedIn, we Twittered, we used our internal tools to gather insights. We used some predictive science to figure out if we were to get this person's uh, time would they actually buy from us so we did a lot of pre-work beforehand and then we laid out the game plan we're going to send the gift day one and it's going to be wrapped in a nice package you're going to get a handwritten note directly from me okay. um, with some something that i researched about you that i feel like it's worthy of us having a conversation okay. you're going to get a, a, um, 
a call to action. Basically, I'd, I'd like to learn more about what you're doing to determine if there's success. Okay. Um, not, not just, hey, I want five minutes of your time. I want you to tell me about how awesome you are so that I can determine, does it even make sense to have a partnership here? Can we learn from one each other? More of a consultative approach. And once we said that, then we had a very strategic written out cadence. That's a hot word right now, but we used our tool internally called Playbooks and we wrote out a, a three email strategy, very short to the point, strategic um, subjects and very short call to actions. And then we had three calls okay. with, uh, we call them cues. So they're not necessarily scripts, but my business development team had talking points for each call. And then we had three reaches out on LinkedIn and we had two text messages. And we kind of just made those numbers up just because I thought, hey, if you're not going to respond to me after 10 tries, have a free gift, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they all they all had um, – th- there was some synergy, right? I mean they were all building off each other or they Absolutely. tied in together around this, this strategy or this campaign, if you will, this account-based sales campaign. Um, that kind of tied it, and it started with the with the gift itself. So, just so I understand, you started with a gift, a handwritten note. Um, then you went to, and, th- and then you had some sort of a combination. We can put this on the blog or on the post, but some combination of three follow up emails, three phone calls, three LinkedIn messages, and then you mentioned text message. Uh, did the text message fall in later? Or did you actually use that as part of the prospecting? Yeah, we can. I can give you the exact. Uh... Uh, roadmap that we had the first was an email and the second was actually a text message um if we could get their phone number if you had it if you had it okay got it and that being because if we understood that this arrived to your desk you know think about it you're at work you don't get mail at work Right. If you get a package in the mail with your name on it, you're like pretty stoked. You're showing everybody just, at the office, like, look what I got. I, yeah, I just got one, and I was like, what the heck is this? Dude? Like, did they get the wrong name? No, but it, it it was for me. So, so you're saying you felt a little more comfortable texting because that's usually Absolutely. not part of the of, of a sales outreach cadence. I mean, uh, texting and mobile is definitely taking over, but that's a little it's a little dangerous, a little courageous. To, to, to jump into text, assuming you had it. Now, just for the listeners, and again, we'll post some pictures and stuff so that people can see these, but um, can you, I, the, the handwritten note, um, and then what was the actual gift? Can you just make sure, because I don't know if we got that from you. Yeah, so this was a very strategic decision on our part. We, I run the Texas area, and I know that a really hot company right now in Texas is Yeti. They make some awesome coolers, and they have a really good following. So they make these these uh, basically coffee tumblers. So I went out and bought a big bulk purchase. I, I handed a branded InsideSales.com so that I knew when they got this, they would know what the value was um, of the gift. You know, this isn't like a ten to you know ten dollar gift. This is a little bit more expensive. A decent gift. Uh, decent gift. They can use it every day. They put it on their desk. And it's relevant to the geography. Got it. And then they so also important. had, um, you included some coffee cards with it. So I got the coffee mug and the coffee cards. Was that right? Yeah, we got a Starbucks gift card and a mug, a handwritten note, and my business card. So the handwritten note, So and, and there's a couple things I want to debate and discuss with you. Um, and, and then we can kind of kind of bring, bring this to a close. But, you know, one is the, the power of a handwritten note. I mean, I'm a believer that the handwritten note or something that looks exactly like a handwritten note 
it's just a game changer. Um, do you feel like you put too much emphasis on that? Not enough emphasis? I mean, you actually did handwrite the all of the notes yourself, correct? Absolutely. Yeah, it would have been nice to have some some automation to it. Um, but there were the very first sentences of the actual handwritten note were very personalized to that individual based upon the research we found out about them. Yeah, got it. So so you wrote this handwritten note, um, even in your terrible handwriting. I assume I've seen <laughs> the handwriting, but it's terrible. Uh, again, we'll post an example of his terrible handwriting, potentially, if he's open to it. Um, so you got the handwritten note, the coffee card, the coffee mug, that all drops. And then um, did you do the, this kind of follow-up cadence, or did the sales development rep, or, or how did that work? Yeah, so I put this all to my sales development team. Um, Got it. I kept one account that I really wanted and did the follow up. Yep. And then we just, I let my guys go at it and we had over an 80% uh, appointment uh, rate, which was awesome for the campaign. You know, 80% so, so, of 50 so of, people is pretty awesome. Yeah. So of the, of the 50 people you sent it to 80% actually turned into an appointment. Um, and I don't know if you need to go all the way to revenue. Well, you know, I, I, I don't know. It's probably not inappropriate to go, we're not naming names here. Um, do you know what pipeline? I mean, it's now been a little while. What kind of pipeline and uh, revenue have you seen? How, how long ago was this? This wasn't too long ago, right? No, this is uh, probably within three months. Okay. So it's not too long ago. So what, what, what kind of pipeline uh, did you see? Or any other numbers you can share you feel comfortable with? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll, we'll keep it high level here with no names. But I actually printed out a report. Um, so far, we've had... $147,000 of annual booked revenue. Awesome. From this, uh, we've had 450,000 um in new put into the pipeline, no in new pipeline. It's almost a half a million in pipeline. Yeah. Um I got into two of my strategic accounts, which was huge. Um very difficult to get into those um individuals and then I think most impressive is we had a lot of good feedback yeah. in the nature of our, our product is we are basically selling this yeah, type right. of engagement. Yeah. How to and do so, a strategic uh, cadence, right? Yeah. I, I asked, I asked for some feedback after I got the meeting. Um, and I had some interesting quotes, uh, that we can post on the blog. Yeah. Share, share a couple. From, I'd love to hear just a couple. Before. Yeah. So one individual, he said, you know, this is how account based selling should be done. I'm actually impressed. Um, another one, uh, that, <laughs> That's what I was. I heard here was kind of how I was going to wrap this episode up. <laughs> another one was from a, a female chief revenue officer, and she said, "The only reason I took your meeting was your selling creativity." Powerful man, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Powerful, but we have you know six or seven fun quotes from senior vice presidents and above. Yeah, and uh, do make we'll sure, you, yeah, blog. make sure you get those over. We'll get them up. But um, the thing I like about this, Joey, was again this. Oftentimes, especially in this world. And I feel like I'm combating it all the time now. It's like social selling companies are just pounding social selling. Like LinkedIn is it is the everything, and, and or Twitter is is the everything. And, and you've got to become a social seller and basically just use that. I mean, that's where a lot of the rhetoric feels like it's going now. If you pin them down, they probably wouldn't say it, but it, I think a lot of the rhetoric goes that way. You got a lot of these um, cold calling is dead kind of. I mean, I swear an article comes out every yeah, day. Yeah, seems every day. <laughs> cold calling is dead, and and it's still. It doesn't matter how many times it comes up. It's still like a hot debate. I was at a company in Boston 
this is probably just last month, and and the leader said, you know, my my reps are becoming email marketers. They're just sending emails. They don't do anything else. And I just feel like the thing that resonated with me on this, and we we have a study out um, called Business Communications 2017. Go check that out on InsideSales.com slash research. And it talks about, just came out last week, it talks about that certainly there are methods of communication that are leading the pack when it comes to what people are doing at work, but there wasn't like this crazy, you should never use LinkedIn or you should never use the email or the landline is absolutely dead. Never, ever touch it. You will die if you do. It, it, it just, it would just kind of certainly again said that some are better than others, but for the most part, you guys, you should be looking at a well balanced attack when it comes to an outright strategy. And I felt like when Joey talked to us, I thought he basically hit all the pillars of a strong outreach um, strategy. And that again is phone call number one. And I'm going to aggressive to passive here, but phone call, voicemail, email, um, social, and then number five, this high impact mailer, again, handwritten notes or gifts. Um, Using a combination of all of that. Gabe, I think, I think we're missing text. Like I had probably 60% of those meetings scheduled over a text message. I think that's so, I mean, and again, without actually, without actually, these are people you didn't have relationships with. You, you literally texted them as part of the sales process. Absolutely. But you felt more comfortable because the gift had landed. I think there's, there's something um, different there because you almost felt like you had a reason to text them rather than just, again, a, a, a cold response. So maybe that is a sixth pillar, you know, the, the texting as part of your, your outreach strategy. So I love that. And obviously Joey, it worked out pretty, pretty fantastically for you. So if you, Joey, um, we're going to kind of, to educate leaders, we've got leaders, we've got sales reps who are listening right now, what would be your takeaway or what would be your advice to the group? Yeah, those are good questions. So I think number one, um, quit talking about it and actually do it. <laughs> <So good. laughs> to so. be to be frank here, um, what's the worst thing they're going to do is say no to you and they get a free gift. It, the, only, the only downside to account-based prospecting or sales is it does get a little bit expensive. Yeah. Um, so, so be strategic. But quit talking about it and actually do it, I think, is the first thing. And then learn from your mistakes uh, and learn from the process. Because uh, if you're not constantly reiterating your design yeah. of your go-to market, you're, right. you're going to fail, right? right? And then you said it best is use that balanced attack. Like um, but you got to earn their time. Yeah. You know, If I'm a chief revenue officer, I'm not giving my time to – Someone that just sends me a gift. Right. He needs to be he or she needs to be uh, very knowledgeable of who I am, what I care about, my business, and as much as you can get about their business needs without talking to them. And well, once you have that, you I feel like you can earn their their time. Well, and I think and we didn't dive too much into that. Again, we may have to post an example, but a, a big thing with um, an outreach strategy is the content itself, right? So. You, you highlighted it a little bit, right? So that the first part of your handwritten note was extremely personalized, right? It was much, it's something you knew or that resonated with them. Each email, and again, we didn't get into the email content, but some of these email content pieces built upon the others. And so 
it's not just about the number of activities. It's also about the content and the richness of the content. So, Joe, if you're open to it, maybe we'll post an example so that people can kind of feel that build upon each other as we educate through the entire process. So as you can hear, you guys, I'm as jazzed as Joey. I'm talking as much as Joey, and I didn't do it. I'm like taking credit for it here. Sorry, Joey. But, um, I just love to see it. And so, um, again, I love your three points. Get to it. Um, make sure it's per- you know, make sure you actually balance that approach. I think those are all valuable pieces as we bring this to a close. So, Joey, I know you're actually on the road uh, working clients as we speak in Texas. So I, I appreciate you you jumping on, and for our audience, um, we'll let you go and say let's let's get at it. 